Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. question. Do you have any idea how sinful you are? No, it's just a question. Make you no ball. It's just a question. It's just a question. How many of us have heard the song before? You've heard it before. Half of you haven't heard it before. Which planet do you live on? (laughs) I'm going to ask you guys to sing it again for me, but I want you to sing it remembering that we are sinful people who have been bought free. You sang it very beautifully. Every chord was right. The only thing missing were your emotions. Uh, what was it? Is it true? It's not true. You what I'm Yeah. Hello. You see, some of you, before you arrived here, you have sinned this morning already. You have sinned already. It's already. You see, look, you have dressed it up nicely. Hello? Raj, what I'm saying, is it true or it's not true? Jesus said something. He said, he who has been forgiven much, loves much. Uh-huh. Because they were criticizing somebody who had come with her emotions. This morning, Bishop Dag was leading us to pray. And he led us to pray about emotional unresponsiveness. Hmm. I know you were late, so you missed that part. Hello? Where are your emotions? You are waiting for a football match. Then you express it in a football match, which cannot help you. Are you there? You are waiting until you have your next episode of BigMama.com. About 70% of you, you are habitual pornographers, even though you have straightened your face and cleaned it up. Your quiet time is pornography. Don't stand there and do as if it's not you. Many of you, you are here by a pot that you stole. It is stealing. They didn't catch you. That's why you are here. Don't give me that righteous, sanctimonious look. And when we come to church on Sunday, we paint ourselves. Is it true or is it not true? But there is a God in heaven here. He knows how we are. And for me, that's why I, I am amazed that he loves me. I am amazed though. At least there are two of us who are amazed. We know who we were before. And we know, look, 
Bishop Doug used to come to Lagos or Volta uh, Hall with his people to preach. And I would tell my friends, if they don't know and they knock this door, there will be a problem here. Are you in the church? And such a human being, God should have just left me to my devices. But somehow, somehow, I don't know when I believed. I don't know how I believed. I don't know how he entered. Hey! Are you in the church? If I wake up, I used to do this assessment on Monday mornings. If I wake up Monday morning and I count the number of guys after me, if it is less than six, I must revise my plans for the week. And such a human being, God has saved me. Uh, be quiet there as if you are righteous. Jai Wasem. Jai Wasem cry. He knew that he was going to make me your pastor. And you are just as bad. And some of you are even worse. Oh. The only reason why I didn't get into drinking was because I saw somebody lose control of themselves. I said, something that makes you lose control of yourself. That's all. That's all. So was there any righteous? Meanwhile, I came from a house of non-drinking people. Are you here? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are looking very nice. Though, but the truth is that it's only Jesus. Listen, choir, you were standing here thinking how nice you were looking. Now stand there. We are going to sing the song. And you better find emotions because some of you who were on the stage this morning is only by the grace of God. Hey! Only by the grace of God. Hey! Are you in the house? Hey, you have become very quiet. It's part of my preaching. We have been talking about the spirit, the soul, and the body. Tell your neighbor, you as I look at you, you deserve 2,000 lashes. 2,000. And tell the person that your blood, if you shed all Christ, not enough for just you. Your blood, your blood. If you shed it, if you shed it. Because the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Oh my God. I thank God I didn't have to shed my own. I thank him. I thank him I didn't. Hey! The things I've said with my mouth in this life. When I got born again, one of my friends who as far as I'm concerned, she was worse than me. That's how it is. You always think yours is better. Then she looked at me and she told me that you pray you are born again. And yet there's hope for all of us. Hey, please, if you are righteous and you don't like, sit down. I don't mind. That's your business. But the rest of us, eh? It's part of the preaching. No one knew how alone I was feeling. And the emptiness I tried so hard to hide. Oh, I loved and said, My life was fine without you. Oh, I was starving out. Hey, the cover up, cover up, cover up. Hey, oh, one day. Oh, thank you for the one who told me, Lord. Oh, yes. The power of sin is broken 
healing God. Ah. <laughs> How many times have we have gone astray? your neighbor do you understand your salvation at all do you understand your salvation at all you just assumed it mm. one of the things about us as Africans is that we don't think very deeply 
No, it's true. It's one of our shortcomings. You know, when you know a shortcoming, it's not to feel bad. It's to make yourself do it. Are you getting me? Make yourself do it. You know, many of the things that are a blessing are also your problem. So, for instance, it's a blessing that you can talk easily. But your greatest problem in life will also come from that. When you talk when you shouldn't. And you talk where you shouldn't. And you say what you shouldn't. Are you seeing it? Yeah. So, in the same way, this not thinking deeply is one of the things that makes us happy in, the spite, of, in spite of every issue. Are you there? Uh-huh. The white man, he can't be happy because he cannot see the next five years. We did it. Next five years. Who is looking for it? Charlie? Uh, today, put on the music and let's dance. And we'll dance huh? like there's no tomorrow. True or not true? Uh-huh. So there are some mental problems we don't have. But it's also the reason why we won't think deeply when we should. Uh-huh. To understand that, look, <laughs> your sins, eh, you cannot pay. You cannot pay. Every time I meet somebody who's going through a hard time and the person says that, is it because God is punishing me? I'm like, if God were to punish you, how? Is this all? Is this all? Habitual liar like you. Uh, sisters, close your eyes. Let me ask the brothers a question. Brothers, when you are walking to camp on campus and then you see somebody, to whom? To, to whom? For, to whom does it belong to? To whom? To, does it? Do you look or you don't look? Thank you. Jesus said, as soon as you look at a woman to last after her, you have done it already. No, I'm just trying to explain our sinfulness. Are you there? What you are calling natural is already sinful. Hey. God should have mercy on us. God should have mercy on us. It is human beings who think another human being is perfect. But if you think deeply small, you realize that there's nothing like that. We are only trying. Because he has saved us. So that's why I'm saying that your salvation should be precious to you. Amen. LP, I don't think you should put people behind um, you know, the pillars. They can just fill up. You know, there are gaps here. Just fill them. Fill them. We will cope with the disorder. It's not a problem. We now already we tend to disorder naturally. It's not difficult for us. Is it difficult for us? Ask your neighbor, how did you leave your room when you were coming? How was it? <laughs> you see that there is order there, Charlie. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today I'm going to continue preaching what I was preaching. I'll be very happy to have my spirit, soul, and body that I had last week to come and help me. So, Kata, find your other two people. They should come. And please, I need the unsaved spirit first. Who was it? Was it Angela or Irene? Who was Angela? Okay. Angela, come. Uh, you are saved, okay? It's just that you are my, my, my example today. And please, come forward. I don't know why you are trying to enter the wall. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. I shall quickly help them. Whose chairs are in front? Oh, please, oh, I need people to just, if you have a chair by you, and let's see your hand. I know these are for some pastors. I know. I'm waiting for them. It's you they were calling. That's why they haven't come yet. But it's true. I want to start sharing the word. That's why I'm waiting. Even if we share only 20 minutes or 30 minutes, you must get it. You must get it. You must get it. It must enter you. Please, so if you are sitting in front, you must be somebody who can easily smile. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
all the people cannot smile. Look, if you are sitting in front here and then you are like some wawa board, I will make them exchange you and carry you to the back so that somebody who is smiling can come to the front. Some of you, when you are coming to church, then you leave your emotions behind. You are waiting for your favorite music, then you start dancing. May God be your favorite. May your emotions be where God is. Yes, some of us, we are emotionally bankrupt. Hey. Let me give you some announcements while people are trying to settle down. The first announcement is that there is a convention. Amen. This convention is by one of the... He's a bona fide prophet. Amen. Yeah, he's one of my spiritual brothers. Bishop Atu Dixon will be here. Amen. From the 8th to the 10th of February. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He was here last year. How many of you were here? And you saw the manifestation. These pictures are not good. You should have given us... Yeah, we can see him better. Manifestations of the Spirit. Hey! Not the ones you have been listening to. The prophets you have been listening to who don't know the word of God. No. This one tell anybody it's a proper prophet. You're about to experience a proper man of God. Hallelujah. He is the bishop of the Healing Jesus Mission Churches. He's their convener and he's going to be here. Amen. So mark those dates and just put them aside when you finish school, campus, you finish classes quickly. Amen. Because he's very well known. If you joke, you'll be outside in the car park. And you see, the way to maximize what you receive in a prophetic meeting is to be very sensitive in your spirit. So, just arrange yourself. Are you okay? That's why I'm giving you the date ahead of time. Powerful. The next announcement I have for you is that on the 14th of February, that's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Please, so in this church, this church is a one-stop. You never have to cross over into the kingdom of the devil to enjoy yourself. No. You don't have to. We don't cross over. Everything we want, we do it here. So on the 14th of February, there's going to be a black tie with a dash of red dinner right here, right here. Find your heels. Find your bow tie. Find something. Find your friend. And let's come and have a good time. And you can ask anybody. How many of you were there on Friday? You were there, Sounds of Joy. You were there. Let me see your hand beautiful. So you know that when we say we're going to have a good time, you know that you're in a house where we know how to have a good time. Is that okay? Beautiful. So just also prepare for that one. I keep asking them how much the dinner is going to cost. They have not given me an answer yet. Yes. Eh? And now that I'm trying to look for Lady Pastor for what to eye her, I can't see her in my screen. But if you are wise, just try to put aside some 50 CDs or something like that. Okay? And then if you are coming with somebody, I think we should reduce it for you. So something like 80 CDs for the two of you. Is that okay? Hey, you mind me again. Sure. When I was your age, I didn't have what you have. Uh, I was a serious unbeliever. I don't want to tell you what it cost me. Yeah, that's why I preach from my heart. God knew I was going to be your pastor. Yeah. I didn't have a... Charlie, hey. Push your neighbor and say, hey. Okay, so let's get into our message for today. 
Now, today, I need you to understand something. We've been talking about the spirit. Stand well. Stand well. It's one body. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. Yes. Because they are just representing, they are standing as if they are three, but they are representing one thing. Are you here? First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23 tells us that man is made up of a spirit, man has a soul, and man has a body. It's in the scriptures. Are you there? Very often the word, this one, spirit and soul, is interchanged because they are very tightly knit. Hebrews 4.12 says it's only the word of God that separates them. Are you okay? Your body, you know, is the one you bath, is the one you overfeed, is the one you overpaint. That's the body. And that's why I always make sure that I have <laughs> a biggish person representing your soul. That's where your mind is and your emotions, all those things. This is the one that Africans, we don't like thinking about. It's true. Everything we get up and we say, oh, it's okay. It's okay, but you can be sick in your soul. Yeah, you can be sick in your soul. It's one of the reasons why, yes, you are born again, but some parts of you are not working. Are you here? For example, if you were raped as a child, you are born again, but that experience, it scars your soul. So there's something there, unless God helps you. Uh, you are very quiet. No, it's true. It's true. We have had all kinds of calls. We've had calls from brides who have freaked out. They knew that they were going to marry, but Charlie, as soon as wedding night has arrived, something has, they've remembered something. It has become a problem. Are you there? Mm-hmm. That's your soul. And then you have a spirit. That's the one that, you see, when they leave, we see your body, but something has gone. And last week, I shared extensively from you, for you to, I mean, and I continued even on, on Friday, talking about Luke 16, when the rich man woke up and he was in hell. Bring those chairs inside. I don't know how many times I have to say it to Lady Ren. I said they should arrange so everybody's inside, but people are outside. They don't listen to anything. Ah. I need a water gun. Kata, can you find me a water gun? There's one in the office. As if I, it's still alive. Beautiful. So you know we have sprayed people with water before. Okay. So last week, we were at the point where I was just sharing scriptures with you to show you that you have a spirit, soul, and body. And Jesus told us that you must be born again. And that is a spiritual thing. He said that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So when there is a change, and there will soon be a change, when you come and you pray that prayer, these two remain the same. Only this part of you changes. Is, are you okay so far? Because it is from here that we are launching to the next point I want you to understand. And that is that the spirit of the unsaved man <laughs> is dead and desperately wicked. <laughs> don't, that's why I said don't worry about how nice you are looking on the outside. You have painted it, but if you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, you are still in possession of your original spirit that you came to earth with, and that spirit is dead. Oh, but how is it dead? Do you remember the story in the Garden of Eden? In the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve used to chat with God on a daily basis. 
The Bible says every afternoon the Lord will come strolling in the cool, even God likes a cool environment, Lord. <laughs> and he says, after the fall, please, this is after the fall, you are rushing. Hold on. When they gave their lives away, you remember, he told them, this tree, you can eat every tree. But only this one, only this one, don't eat it. He said, it is the tree of good and evil. If you eat it, you will die. Now, somebody may say, ah, but they ate it and they continue to live. But that's because you are thinking of your physical body. When they ate it, they died. Look at it. Of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is at the basis of all our harassment now in life. Thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. So what happened? They were alive spiritually. Hello? They were alive spiritually. Then Eve went and had her encounter with the serpent. And the Bible says she was deceived and she took the apple and she ate it. And when she ate it, she gave it to her husband and he also ate. And at that point, what happened to them was spiritual death. From that point, their relationship with God changed. And that's why you can go to that scripture now where the Bible says that the Lord now came. He came to walk around as usual. But this time, they couldn't flow with him. The Bible says they hid themselves from the presence of God up until today. The presence of God is not easy for us to be in. And that's why you will notice that we can be in a very intense session where the presence of God is and you are running away. There are some of you, you are in church. As soon as prayer starts, you find something else to do. Madam, you shouldn't be texting at this time. Eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see it. You see, I'm telling lies. Are you there? Yeah. As soon as the atmosphere becomes spooky, you start to roll wires, cables. There are some of you, I watch you. When the Holy Spirit starts, you are out there talking, chatting. Why? Because, and, and that's a sign for you. That's a sign. That discomfort in your spirit, that makes you do something, shows you that there's a problem. As soon as they had eaten, what happened was that the spirit died. And that's why I'm teaching you something today that the spirit of the unsaved man, the Bible said that through one man, sin came to all of us. It's from there that we now are born in sin. As we are arriving, we are already finished. You have a spirit, but it is dead to God. Am I talking to someone this morning? Somebody, your life depends on it. Or you have been walking in church all this time, getting tired in church, saying that, Charlie, I am holy. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> but your spirit is as dead as this plant standing here. Mm. Amen? Where deadness refers to is in relationship to God. And in the same way, I don't know, I have lost very close family members. As soon as the person dies, you separate them from you. You love them, you are crying your way, but you separate them. And in the same way, God loved us, but as we had sinned, he had to separate himself from us. Look at that scripture, Romans 5, 12. 
as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin so death passed upon all men for all have sinned can you see it or you cannot see it that's so then you must not understand what I'm saying that the spirit of the unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked this is the reason why nobody has to teach a child evil some of the most wicked human beings on earth are children you just try it and see <laughs> but you are here smiling just a few years ago you were a child were you not part of those who caught a frog and removed the leg just to see how no in fact you didn't start with a frog you started with a cockroach and then you remove one leg to see how the cockroach will manage without the leg. Wickedness. <laughs> Please ask your neighbor, what did you do as a child? As they are saying, children, what did you do? What did you do as a child? What did you do? Say, neighbor, confess your sins. I'm waiting. Confess. What did you do? Hey, wickedness. Nobody taught you. Just born wicked. <laughs> Have you seen children when they are bullying another child? When they see a handicapped child? When they see a disadvantage? Who taught them that? Nobody taught them. It's the inherent wickedness in man that is showing itself. And then we move on. JHS, SHS. The wickedness of seniors. see that any nation you see democracy is man's answer to man's wickedness do you understand because they realize that if you leave a human being in complete power they, 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 I mean even where we are just because you are not going to be re-elected look at what we are seeing hmm. this one is just small <laughs> Have I mentioned anybody's name? But I'm just making the point. And the point stands, and it's true. 
And anywhere that there is no democracy, so that you have a tyrant, it's wilder. Why? Because power corrupts. And ultimate power corrupts ultimately. Are you seeing it? If the person is totally in power, then you see manifest manifestations. That's why under the conditions of war, we see things that are bizarre. You can't even believe that it's possible. How can you put children in a well and then put, put fire in the well? I mean, it, it beats the human mind. But that is the human being without any controls. That's the human being. And some of you, you left your house and as you have come, no control. The things that used to control you, the people that used to control you, they are no longer there. And as you have come to the campus, you have started already. You have started. Hey! You have begun already. My son had a next door neighbor whose practice it was was to deflower a virgin every Friday. And he went on. They were in a hostel, a homestel, just here in Idiasi. Until one day the porter came. Some girl was crying, screaming, knock the door. He says, enough is enough. Even a normal human being says, hey! Not even based on God. What was that? But the reason is that the unsaved spirit in the unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. Maybe you didn't know your state. You have been hearing altar call. Uh, you refuse to go. I came to tell you that that's your state. And that is why when you are unsaved, you go to hell. Because in the same way, you know, I have lost very close family members. My parents are no more. My older sister who's just a few years older than me is no more. I love them, but I cannot stay with you. After two days, you start to smell. Are you in the church? And that is how come the Lord to, if you will not give your life to him, to Christ, if you will not be born again, he didn't make hell for you. He created it for Satan and his demons after they fought in heaven. They were the ones supposed to go there. But since you have decided that you won't give him your life, you won't give him an opportunity to change it and give you a living spirit, he has no choice but to send you there. Hmm. Are you there? You are very quiet this afternoon. Let me show you what is in the heart of the unsaved man. Romans chapter 1 verse 29 to 31. Hey, Asamaba. Hmm. Being filled with all unrighteousness. Fornication. Those of you who say fornication is normal, I hope you can see where it belongs. Wickedness. Covetousness. Maliciousness. Full of envy. Murder, debate, conceit, malignity, whispers, <laughs> backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. <laughs> <laughs> without understanding have you not noticed that they can't understand anything even what is totally clear 
Is it somebody who stand here and say, eh, haters, why are you talking about hell? You should say, without understanding. It's because your spirit is dead. You just can't get it. Covenant breakers. Hey. The covenant breaking there is massive. Why do you think we ask you to sign at a wedding? In front of many witnesses. Did you see such a thing in the Bible? It's not there. It's the covenant breaking because so that when you break it, we have a cause, a recourse, something to hold and say, look, he was married, she was married. This must therefore be the concept. Without natural affection, those of you who are admiring the same sex, that's your place. Hey! Implacable. And she said, we cannot reason with you. I went to ask to do sounds of joy on your campus. I met people who you cannot reason with. Mm. Unmerciful. These are all the things that are in your heart when you are somebody who has decided not to give your life to Christ. Don't, you see, it doesn't matter how you bath it and dress it all. It's human beings who will be deceived that you are correct because you look very polite. But I tell you, if you catch a pig and you bath it and you dress it, when you leave it, it's real nature will lead it back to the mud hole. Do you understand? Because that's its real nature. You can make friends with a snake hole. But when its real nature arrives, that's the real nature. So we can dress it up and we can look very polite. And some of the most evil people are the most, what should I call it, moral looking and the most diplo looking and the most something. Wicked! Are you in the church or you are traveled? And then you come to church and in wisdom you give, you make up your mind to give your life to Christ. It looks like you've done nothing. When you stand there and say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please forgive me for all my sins. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Are you here? It looks like nothing. But what happens in the spiritual realm, and so it is with God. Many things of God look like nothing. Jesus, Savior of the world, when he was born, is like a baby that is born in a bush. So don't underestimate it. When you do, where is your sister? Is she around? Good, Irene, come. So this person, remember, it was representing one person. Are you there? The person has prayed the prayer. A new spirit. A fresh spirit. A different spirit has come. When you are born again, your spirit, understand it well, body, exactly the same. I need to announce to you today that your body will never be born again. Hey, if you joke with it, even though your spirit is alive, it will disgrace you. This one, I'll show you, because you must now do something to change it. It is when this one is not changed. Have you ever seen somebody who you say is a Christian and then the person does something, you say, ah! How can a Christian do such a thing? Usually, the reason is lying around here. Are you there? But! Your spirit, when you pray that prayer, as for your spirit, it was changed. And that is when you are born again. 
That is why even when we are looking at somebody who's very some way, we can't say the person went to hell. Because you can't see the spirit. And it is based on the spirit that God makes his judgment. Take us to John chapter 3. <clears throat> and let me give you, I have to end soon. The next principle that I want to give you is that the spirit of the saved man is righteous and truly holy. Why? It's the fresh one that Jesus has brought. The spirit of the saved man is righteous. Amen. It's righteous and truly holy. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 24. He's talking to us. He says, you should put on the new man. In other words, be aware of the new man. Now, how many uh, what, what, what cause am I looking for? The most common one. Let me use the medical students and the dentists. How many of you are in the medical school? Just lift up your hand where you are. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, we can lift it. Why are you? Huh, beautiful. Now, you are a student. You are what? Student. One day you will finish with this hell called medical school or dental school. And when you are done, they will confer on you the name doctor. It is the next day when you go into the world that you, have, you will remember that, hey, uh, I'm a doctor now. You have to put it on. Or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. You put it, you have to remind yourself. Because as the doctor, you are now responsible. Before, you could say nurse. Before, you could say something. Now you are the doctor. Hey. And usually they like to abandon you in the emergency room. So just get ready. Yes. So you'll be there trying to find your way among the emergencies. And you are the doctor. Hey, it's not now somebody else. So you must now put it on. That, hey, I'm the one in charge. Ah! And he says, put it on. Put on the new man. Remind yourself. That's why now you remind yourself and you stop doing some things. Are you in the house? Hmm. And I got born again. You know, I don't drive much these days, and part of it is from choice. But one of the reasons why I didn't like driving, they say women are afraid. I wasn't afraid of anything. Are you there? They say, no, 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 no. I was for driving there, even long distance I used to do. But I had one problem. Do you know what the problem was? When I'm driving, no. My gunways. If you're a gun, you understand when I say gunways. My gunways will arise. Hey! You are driving, then some tractor will do. Then I will start <laughs> behind the steer. I will start. I can't say it. <laughs> I can't say it. But it will come. Are you there? Until I, and I would have to remind myself. You are a new creature. You can't say such things even though the man was a fool. <laughs> Hello? I have to remind myself. So that's why he's saying that put on the new man. 
which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. The next time you take your phone to just click bigmama.com, remember! Hey! I'm a new person. I'm a new person. I'm a new person. Second Corinthians 5.17. Hey, I'm looking at you. Oh, 5.17 la. Joshua, are you here? Oh, you're feeling sleepy. <laughs> Therefore, please, if you have your own Bible, that's why I keep begging you to bring your Bible to church. Underline the scripture. If any man, where man is now using, I mean, it's covering both man and woman. If any man be in Christ, are you in Christ? Let me see your hand. Are you in Christ? Good. Then he says, he is a new creature. Which part is new? This part. Are you there? So your hair, if it was green or it was purple like lady ribs, it continues to be purple. Your hair, if it was not, whatever it was, that's how it is. Your body, however it was, that's it. But your spirit has changed. You are now new because the spirit is the part God is dealing with. He made man on the earth gave him limbs, gave him everything. Then he breathed into it. That's his spirit. And then he says, the old one is gone. The new one has now come. I thought you'd be putting your hands together for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. I am almost done. Let us go to 2 Corinthians. Let's look at verse 21. 2 Corinthians, same chapter 5, verse 21. For me, this is one of my favorite verses again. Because why are we saying that the, that the saved person is righteous? This is your saved roommate who even steals your meat. Why are we saying that he's righteous? This is the answer. He made him, he's talking about Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Jesus is our righteousness. That's all. That's all. I want you to tell your neighbor, eh? Tell your neighbor that neighbor. You may not like me, oh. <laughs> but the Bible says I'm righteous. Oh. You know, somebody is saying, I don't feel righteous. I didn't say you felt it. <laughs> Ah, how can my spirit be changed? Listen, when you have appendicitis and you go and lie down in the hospital, when you wake up, they say they removed your appendix. You have no way of knowing whether it's true or not. You have to take it like that. That they've removed it. This too is another thing you are going to take like that. And I'm saying that if you have given your life to Christ, your spirit is new. Can you not see that the spirit is new? We had one person there. Now we have another person. I deliberately chose two sisters who really look alike because it's still your spirit. It still looks like you. Your spirit looks like you. Are you in the house? I'm giving you the last principle. I will enter it next week. After you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby. That's why that's a single, it's a newborn baby, tiny. And it must grow. 
Next week, I will explain to you what it means to have your spirit as a newborn baby and how to grow it. You may be in the church 25 years, but your spirit is like this. Those of you, a lot of women are like that. I mean, I don't know about the men, but a lot of women. Because I think more women go to church than men. In many, yeah, in many churches, yeah. But the spirit hasn't grown one bit. Because what you need to do for it to grow is something deliberate and they haven't done it. Would you like to know what it is? Don't miss the service. Same time, same place. Next week. God bless you. Thank you so much. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Now, if you are born again, I want you to just bow down your head and thank God that even though you don't feel like a new creature, you are one. <laughs> Sometimes when you are struggling and fighting with various things in your life, there's a tendency to feel that I'm unrighteous, but I'm not talking about a feeling. We're talking about something that is real. Thank him for, for saving you. Thank him. Thank him. That's why we were singing it at the beginning of the service. I'm amazed, Lord that you love me. As I look at myself, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm amazed that you love me. I'm amazed that you care. I'm amazed. Through your precious blood, I have found pardon, and my sins are washed away. Even the ones you did this morning, he says in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9, that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But that is after you are born again. If you are not born again, that is not the scripture that you need. You need to be born again. You need to accept that I need a new spirit. A change must happen. My old spirit must go. And it is an active process. It is not a mistake. Your parents cannot do it for you. You may be the child of, you know, my sons are sons of two bishops. It hasn't, doesn't help them. Doesn't, they must do their own confession of Christ. Or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Your father may be the Pope. And your mother, the mother superior. Doesn't make any difference. You, for yourself, must make the decision to accept Christ as your Savior. So while one group you are talking to the Lord and confessing your son and saying thank you, thank you, me I'm always grateful because as for mistakes I make them. Yeah, I'm a human being too. I'm amazed he loves me and I thank him every day. Oh yes, I'm so touched by his love that such an unworthy person cry you can do something. But you are here today and this moment is for you. Because in spite of all that you've heard, you have not given your life to Jesus. Today, you have understood what it means. Please, don't wait again. Today, when I give the altar call, I want you to come forward so we pray together. It's a very spiritual thing. Are you here? Ezekiel, thank you for that scripture, Joshua. Ezekiel eleven nineteen. I will give them one heart. I will put a new spirit within you and take the stony heart out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Some of us, we need a new heart this morning. Heart is another word they use in the Bible for your spirit. He's not talking about your physical heart. Like, would you be standing here? Bow down your head this morning in thankfulness to God. You're standing there, you are saying, 
I, I, I don't think I'm born again. I don't think I've had this change of spirit. But I want to have it. Now that I understand. I didn't understand. But now that I understand it. Now that I understand it's a requirement for heaven. Give us John chapter 3 and verse 3. It's a requirement. It's a requirement. The person who came to see Jesus. He was even an elder in the church. Oh, Masa. He says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I don't care how long you've been in church. Today is your day. Just bow down your head. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Lift up your right hand. We're going to pray together. Lift it up, lift it up, lift it up. I see your hands all over the room. Lift it up. You say that now I get it, I get it, I get it. And now I'm ready to take action. I get it, I get it, I get it. I want you to step out of where you are. Wherever you are in this room, step out and come. Let the pastors help you. Let the ushers help you. Just come to me. Come and stand here. We're just going to pray that prayer. You're saying that, ah, I even love going to church. I've been going. I didn't know. If I'd known, I would have prayed long ago. Oh, yes. Wash, come on, sing it like you mean it. They are all washed away. just waiting for somebody you are standing there, the friend by you is the reason you are not able to come he has to do his own himself he cannot do it for you, just leave him or her and come what somebody says, it doesn't even matter it's what you need to do just come in these last few minutes I'm just about to pray in the next one second oh yes, and the bible says even now, the angels are trotting together as they are looking at you as you have come this morning to give your life to Jesus, there's rejoicing in heaven because you have removed yourself as a candidate for hell and said, I'm going to be a candidate for heaven. You're standing in front, lift up your two hands, let us pray. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior. You are my Savior. And you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for each one who's prayed this prayer today. May they never go back. May they continue to serve you. In Jesus' name. Amen. With all of me, I want to praise you. We 
believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at FOLCIEDASI. God richly bless you.